0: Welcome, baseball family. This week we have kindergarten shenanigans, Aaron Judge trade
1: rumors, and your fantasy baseball special. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together.
0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Baseball Together podcast, Baseball Family. I am Brad, and as, as always, on my left here...
1: I've got our guy, Brig. Welcome, Brig. How are you today? Hey, hey, hey. I'm good. I am rocking my hat sideways, like, because I've been inspired by the New Era to be (laughs) ridiculous. A little bit off the wall, a little bit different. Um,
0: But that's not what New Era has been. Let's just get straight into it, Brig, because New Era has done it again. They dropped another collection of... Hats and they're calling it the Scribble Collection. I call um, it the
1: Scribbledy Dibble Collection. The
0: Scribbledy Dibble Collection. And quite honestly, like I looked at this and I was like, if I wanted to have just somebody drawing on my hat, all kinds of things and whatnot, I would buy a $45 hat and then give it to my seven year old, say, Go crazy. Draw pictures, write messages, whatever you want. Like, it's a good idea for Father's Day, right? Maybe that's something that mom is going to do for dad's Father's Day. I like that. But uh, I would not buy a hat that somebody has already
1: done that with. Nope. And not for a premium price of $52 or whatever they're charging. Yeah, no, not at
0: all. Like, the only way that I would do this is if they took a hat to, say, a children's hospital and they yes. pass it around the ward, right, right? Like the pediatric yep. cancer ward and had these kids draw some of their favorite things on there. And totally. then they took it to the factory, duplicated it, replicated yep. it for however many print, and then all the profits or however much of the of the profits whatever goes to that children's hospital. I would buy that. I would buy
1: the crap out of that. Yeah, but this would, where it means yes.
0: nothing or makes no sense.
1: No thank you, sir. No. Thank you much. You know what we call this? This What's is that? a re- this is the mostest stupidest. The mostest stupidest. I think <laughs> I think you're smiling. <laughs> the mostest about right. stupidest. <laughs> to yeah. Use the parlance of our times. Yes.
0: I think you're right on with that. Um, but yeah, it's not good. It's not good at all. In fact, I didn't want to show it on YouTube because it is so 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 bad. It just it's yeah, just it's so bad. I saw somebody on Facebook commented and said that the hat looks like Post Malone's face.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, whoa, whoa. Does that mean
1: I just called Post Malone's face the most stupidest? <laughs> I, think I, don't I don't know that it's necessarily a transient property. Thank you very much these comments do not conduct electricity okay <laughs> let's move on before i before i offend somebody else
0: let's talk about josh donaldson real oh, quick okay. um because quite honestly i don't want to spend too much time on this because it is it's interesting um i'm not really sure what else it is so yeah <clears throat> so josh donaldson and tim anderson got into it this weekend well you said there's lots of chirping back and forth i assume you were watching these games yeah. at least to some degree break right for sure watching it okay um so josh donaldson at one point pushed tim anderson off the base at third base this is in chicago an attempt to get an out which obviously as we know doesn't work But i feel like when they do that it's like joking around right this wasn't though
1: it wasn't joking around no he tried to play it off play it off like it was he was like well hey i'm just being competitive i'm just you know we're just fun in here and everything like that but it was like come on man like you're not Miggy. <laughs> so
0: I'll get to that in just a second, too. Okay. So Josh Donaldson called Tim Anderson Jackie at least once during the series. Yep. Um, And he says that's a callback to a 2019 interview where Tim Anderson, Anderson said that he was being he he was kind of being like the new Jackie Robinson, bringing fun back to the game and That's what Josh uh, Donaldson said yeah yeah and then after that Donaldson said that he was joking around with him, Colin and Jackie multiple multiple times since then without a problem um and real quick before we get too far i feel like maybe Josh Donaldson thinks that he's closer with Tim Anderson than Tim Anderson thinks he is yeah right that maybe Josh Donaldson's one of those guys who feels like he's friends with everybody in the league but most of the guys in the league are like i'm not your friend
1: pal right Thanks, Buckaroo. <laughs> well, the so, way he chooses gum on the in the dugout should would would at least it's got to ostracize at least twenty five percent of players in the league. <laughs> it's just it's so bad. It's so intense.
0: <laughs> well, he's kind of one of those guys that ha- he he kind of has a per- uh, poli- polarizing personality, right? Where it's I think like really so. like you either like his shenanigans and kind of what he's about or you don't at all. Like, I think at one point he was wearing extensions just so he could have a little bit of hair hanging out the back of his little bit more hair, oh, hanging real? out the back of his hat. Yeah. I think it was yeah. when he was in Toronto. He was doing that. Interesting. I don't know if that's true, but I, I heard that on the radio somewhere. So, Hmm. Okay. That. But anyway, <clears throat> MLB's
1: official position on this, Michael well, Hill, MLB's what's that? We got to jump in here and say that all this chirping and this back and forth resulted in a benches-clearing uh, outbreak, I guess is the best way to call it. And Something. It's so, you know what? It's so funny to listen to John Sterling and Susan Waldman talk about benches-clearing because they're like, <laughs> and here comes the bullpen. God, that's the stupidest thing. Why do they do that? Why do they even send the bullpen in? Who? Why do it's we need, them? We need you? We don't need you. It's so funny. They're so curmudgeonery about it curmudgeonly (laughs) such curmudgeons about it that they're they're like they're like no go back stop why would you run all the way this is so dumb it's so (laughs) funny to listen to (laughs) that
0: that's hilarious i love that (laughs) so mlb's (laughs) official position is according to michael hill mlb's senior vice president for on-field operations quote mlb has completed the process of speaking to the individuals involved in this incident. There is no dispute over what was said on the field. So it sounds like everybody's agreeing. And then he continues, says regardless of Mr. Donaldson's intent, the comment he directed toward Mr. Anderson was disrespectful and in poor judgment, particularly when viewed in the context of their prior interactions. In addition, Mr. Donaldson's remark was a contributing factor in a bench clearing incident between the teams and warrants discipline. Now, It might have been like one of those things where at the time where he's like, Hey, Jackie, after the interview, right? And he goes, Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, and then like next year, Hey, Jackie, the joke's over, man. Like,
1: right. That's man. what I think.
0: You know, like I feel like that's what it was. And then he, it's one of those things where he took the joke too far. And
1: there, See, I feel I like even there think some... it was a joke. Well, yeah. I think, yeah. I think what happened is Josh Donaldson went, who does this upstart joker think he is in his mind or whatever? And then said, "Hey, Jackie," you know, like I don't know that he, I don't know that it was necessarily that To me, it felt like there was maybe some, like maybe
0: a little bit different undertone, but there was some undertone to it. Sure. That I don't necessarily want to get into because it's a whole thing. Yeah, but, it's a thing, and I could see I could see why it would be inappropriate, right? Yeah. So yeah, makes me anyway. uncomfortable. Yeah, I was very uncomfortable when I saw it, and then when he was explaining it away, I was like, "I'm still very uncomfortable with
1: it." Yeah, that's not helping. <laughs> like, I, I, I know you think that's the story. I got it. He really does believe that that's what's going on, but I still am uncomfortable. <laughs> exactly right, one hundred
0: percent. Let's talk about Adley Rutschman. So the yeah. Orioles called up the number one prospect in all of baseball. In what? day is it it's uh it's the end of may brig um 24th i am not sure if maybe there was a little bit of service time manipulation going on there
1: oh i don't know maybe or maybe (laughs) there was an mvp slash rookie of the year manipulation thing happening
0: well so that i'll get into that you brought that up (laughs) yeah i'll get i'll get into that in just a second so he like i said number one prospect in baseball switch hitting catcher for the orioles he tripled in his to get his first major league Hit in his third plate appearance. He struck out, uh, walked. I believe he struck out, struck out. Anyway, yeah, he walked. I think something like that. And then uh, he hit a triple into the corner. I honestly, Brick, I think it would have been a double if Brett Phillips had
1: been able to pick the ball up. It was kind of uh, ugly. <laughs> it was, yeah. I don't know whether it's, that was his best fielding or if his pitching is better. It's right in there. It's, it's, <laughs> They look I w- similar. I'll say, I'll say this. Brett Phillips <laughs>
0: is one of my candidates for most improved this year because I, he's, <laughs> I feel like he's been a lot better. But yeah. that was not one of his better moments for sure. <laughs> That's old school Brett Phillips. Yeah, that was definitely yeah. old school Brett Phillips. Um, but no, like I wonder if the Orioles were like, he has a better chance of winning Rookie of the Year or winning an award next year because Julio Rodriguez has been on fire. Yeah, he has. But... I don't True know if facts. that's necessarily a case, but Julio's been performing, and I've been very, very happy with it. In fact, three run home run tonight. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Here's pretty, what I pretty think
1: about this. Here's what I think about Adley Rutschman. I think that the Orioles needed a shot in the arm because again, they've been like a thorn in team sides, but now, now they're winning. Like, and the Yankees are slumping a little bit right now, and it's weird. And they beat them tonight. The Orioles beat the Yankees tonight. So I feel like it's, it's fun. It's gotta be fun for that club of guys that are old, right? It's, it's not like the Orioles are a young club. They're, they're a bunch of old dudes
0: for the most part. Yeah. They're like, it's like the, the newlyweds and nearly deads. You know what I'm talking about?
1: (laughs) It's like, it's a bunch of older guys and a bunch of really young guys. and like three super young dudes.
0: (laughs) yes, Yes. And I mean, Cedric Mullins is one of those really young guys and he's, He's really good. And then you bring really in Adley Rutchman who seems like he's gonna be really good. Yeah. So yeah. They I mean they Exciting. could really be a nuisance. I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year, but you give them the experience this year, they might just make it next year. They
1: might, but they a nuisance is exactly right. And they continue to be they like I said, they have been, and now this might be added, you know, gas on the fire kind of a thing. I don't know. It's pretty mm-hmm. fun though. It for is Adley, fun. it's fun yeah. to watch him. It's fun to Did watch. Did you see so real
0: quick? Team. Uh, one, two things with him. First off, he is from my neck of the woods. He was born in Portland, the area where I grew up. So I'm actually gonna—I found that out tonight. It changed my entire um, opinion of him. I was like, I saw him come up. I was like, I really want him to slump now because I don't want him contending <laughs> with Julio Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no, I'm cheering. I'm gonna cheer for him because he's from my neck of the woods. But also, did you see the the clip of him when he came out to catch the the bottom or the top of the first inning?
1: uh no we i saw him shake the hand of the umpire but i don't it was that one it out. was that one so that he came one? out okay. he shook
0: the hand of the umpire and then he before he even put his mask on he just kind of stood at home plate and looked around just like man cool. this is like this is it and i was like that's yeah. really cool seeing somebody just soak it in and yeah and re- one appreciate the moment right yeah and not not make it look like he's bigger than the moment is that like he's yep. really gets the gravity of all of it. And it's really cool. It's a lot of fun to see.
1: Well, and so. I feel like that's what you get from catchers, right? Cause they, they just, they just think differently. They just have a different perspective on the game than most other position players. Well, And you don't sure. have, you don't have a free second to do that.
0: No. in the outfield, especially you can turn around, you can look around and see what all is going around, but you're as a catcher, that's your one shot.
1: Yeah. And you got to it do it was, when you get it's out there. Really cool. Yeah. So. It was kind of a humble thing. Yeah. And he, he he squatted down before he started taking the warm-up pitches, and he just kind of shook his head, like, I cannot believe this is happening, but I gotta play, I gotta go to work right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, cool. really cool. Really, really yeah.
1: cool. Um, so it looks like the KBO
0: and MLB are discussing a partnership. Brig, what do you know about this?
1: I know I got my KBO hat
0: on. Hey, hey guess hey. who else does? Hey
1: oh yeah, <laughs> got
0: my dinos inspired hat on.
1: Woo! Your championship <laughs> NC dinos. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um the, yes, I do know a little bit about this. What is ha- They're all preliminary discussions right now, but basically what's going on is the KBO and the MLB are discussing swapping uh, teams for opening days. What they're going to do is send KBO teams to the United States and send the U.S. teams over to Korea. And, uh, they are I mean, we don't know what it'll end up being, obviously, but the international relations people from MLB and the KBO folks are all talking about uh, promoting the game cross- Cross promotion um, between here and the peninsula, so it's pretty it's pretty exciting actually, and I think this is what right looks like. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. They should do that. They should do that with Japan as well. Yeah, um, for sure. I don't know that it would necessarily work with Australia or I want to say Denmark has a league. Taiwan, probably. Um, yeah, Taiwan has a league. I don't know that they would necessarily work because I feel like Korea and Japan have the two the top two like international leagues right yeah but they could probably they could certainly do it with mexico
1: they could do it in mexico and they have done it in mexico they've played games in mexico before yeah but bring mexican teams across the border i think would be yeah cool. that would be really cool that would be really cool be um fun. so they're uh the a poll you know they do polls everybody does polls and i think it's some 60 or over 60 percent of koreans South Koreans said that baseball is their number one favorite sport. I believe it. Yeah. With the way they like handle the games?
0: Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a different world. Literally a yeah. different world over
1: there with the way they play no, baseball. No, I still can't believe I missed a game when I had the chance. But anyway. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's really cool. Uh, KBO, they have 10 teams. Just an update for everybody. They play 144 games in a season. Um, and their playoff structure is totally different. We have uh, videos on how that works and you can go check them out on youtube or uh, uh i will actually that. link in the description on youtube i will link to the kbo
0: playlist so you can go see all that stuff all the explanations we broke down some teams and stuff like that uh back in 2020 when K- when the kbo was all we were getting at the time all we had so, it was fun. good times
1: weird yes. times but good times <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah weird times speaking of weird times brig um yeah. apparently Aaron Judge has become the subject of trade rumors?
1: Uh that's correct. <laughs> because he's going to uh, be an
0: unrestricted free agent this offseason, there was no extension, none of that, he's passed arbitration, everything. So yeah. uh do you think do you think there's a team like is there a contender that would really sell out to get Judge or do you think everybody's just going to be like, "Nope, we'll sit and wait till he's a free agent, we're going to bring him on over with the money."
1: I mean, even Both. as a rental,
0: even <laughs> as a rental, though.
1: No, nobody's going to rent him. Nobody's going to rent him.
0: You don't think anybody's going to rent. You don't think that a contender would, wouldn't be like, we could use the bat for October.
1: Well, it, as long as the Yankees aren't in, then yeah, I could see that. But um, I don't see the Yankees not getting in. So I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. What A yeah. uh, couple things that I did hear and have heard, or, which are astonishing is uh, MLB insider Kylie McDaniel. The opinion of this particular writer is that he could move across town. As a free agent? To the Mets. Well,
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like in the offseason as a free agent. Yeah, in the offseason, yes.
1: These are both offseason rumors. But um, Jeff passing the ball. Jeff Passant. As Jeff Passant. Jeff Pesan, my man Jeff Pesan. He's got an opinion. He okay. said that he he thinks that we could end up in a bidding war with San Francisco. San Francisco. And mostly man. because they could rebuild around him. They have all the money. And like I think they I don't know. They have all the money. <laughs> they have
0: so much San Francisco money. has all the money is that what you're saying?
1: Yes, that's and Jeff Jeff made that very clear. I can't remember exactly how much he said they have in their player pool salary cap, but it's, uh, it's insane. Well, so he
0: is, he is from the area.
1: No. And that's part of the problem.
0: Um, Yeah. He, he went to school at Cal state uh, Fresno. Yeah. And he's from Linden, California, which I believe is up in that area. Right.
1: It's Northern.
0: Yeah. So San Francisco would be, would be appealing. I believe. Yeah.
1: So I just can't imagine really him not playing in the Bronx. I just don't understand. Like, I can't, well,
0: I mean, if they're not going to give him a reasonable offer, this like they didn't give him a, apparently didn't give him a reasonable offer according to him and his agent. Yep. And if they're not going to give him a reasonable offer this off season, then it's very realistic that he could leave. And, He's in. He's having one of those seasons for a guy where it's like, well, yeah, you had your bargain. Sorry, bud. Right? Yeah. So it's like the cost is only going up. It's it really is only going up. Aaron Judge is the personification of inflation right now.
1: Yeah. Well, and he's huge, but he's on pace to hit. He's on pace to hit fifty-eight at least home runs this year, and and there's rumor that he could hit sixty, and that's entirely possible. I mean, really exactly as long as he possible. stays
0: healthy i wouldn't be surprised he's one of those guys where i'm i'm more surprised when he doesn't hit a home run because of
1: his size me too and let's not forget he is a first rate outfielder he can play right field among the best of anybody and he's really good at center field we're finding out well and doesn't he throw like 102 something like that yeah no like dude has got a
0: freaking rocket
1: granted it's on a crow hop but still 102 is 102. <laughs> it doesn't matter think of the so the only time ge- geometry matters to me is when you're talking about baseball and <laughs> think of the arc right he comes all the way back and his wingspan is like seven thousand feet long and then he whips it around and it's got all that jet fuel behind it oh it's insi- it's intense
0: oh yeah <laughs> that's yeah. the
1: scientific explanation all, the, of all the
0: geometry and physics bring it all adds up trigonometry it, does. it all makes sense
1: I don't know what you You're just right. said, trick, trigger what, but yes.
0: <laughs> You're right, though. It all makes sense why he would have such a good arm.
1: Yeah. So, it's, yeah it's pretty to keep an eye on. I, I'm, that'll be one of my be- big hot stove watches for
0: mi- millions of reasons, obviously. Yes, so many reasons. Okay, let's talk about somebody else who has a good arm, but not necessarily from where he, we saw him this weekend. Yachty pitched. <laughs> and apparently <laughs> these guys are pitching because the Cardinals are blowing people out they are like big time or it rains (laughs) (laughs) or well well, it rained and they were were blowing out the pirates yeah like absolutely blowing out the pirates so i had that game i i had on my sunday parlay or saturday or sunday whatever day it was i had the had the cardinals over and they scored they had five runs in the second inning i was like oh yeah i think they're gonna hit it and then i checked like 30 minutes later i was like oh yeah there it is the cardinals hit it by themselves
1: no big deal (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness, over nine. Nine, like eh, that.
0: No big deal. I had, have, I had to have 10 total runs scored in the game, and they scored it by themselves, like by the fourth <laughs> inning or something like that. <laughs> like, there we go. All right, very good. Um, it's great. But yeah, and then I went to check the score later that game in particular because I noticed that it was continuing to go up. And as I as I was looking at it, I saw that it was 15 to 0. And I went to go show my wife. I went, I was like, look at the score. She goes 18 to 0. I was like, what? Huh? That's (laughs) not what the score was a second ago.
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh, you don't say there (laughs) were two guys on base.
0: Now there are none. I understand what happened there. (laughs)
1: it's so funny Fantastic.
0: but to preserve pitchers uh i guess yachty has been wanting to pitch i would think so i mean this after is after albert is it, did yeah, well yeah especially after that and as a as a catcher i get it you spend all that time in the bullpen like i could pitch yeah of course you could <laughs> you can't pitch you can't pitch there's a reason you're not <laughs> pitching let's be real yeah. But yeah. so Yachty went out there. He pitched one full inning, gave up four hits, four runs, no walks, didn't strike out anybody. He gave up two home runs. Good enough yeah. for an ERA of thirty-six, even just like Albert Pujols himself.
1: That's what I was gonna say. Is they now have <laughs> the same ERA. <laughs> I'm curious. Go to the Hall of Fame with the same ERA.
0: <laughs> you know, no, you know what's going to happen is they're going to need another posi- uh, position player to pitch again. And these guys are so competitive, they're going to be fighting to get on the mound so that's they can improve exactly their right. ERA. To so one of them ERA. has a lower ERA. <laughs> that's, exactly, that's
1: exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> you know that's right. Well, so I did a little digging and there are 13 other position players who have pitched this season so far. And My it gosh. is ridiculous. you want me to go through this list really quick? Yes, please. How many appearances first off does Brett Phillips have? Two. Two, two games, three innings pitched, eight hits, eight runs, three homers, zero strikeouts, two walks, and a 24 ERA. <laughs> He's better than the other two. <laughs> He's better than the. That's what I was, I was like. With more innings on? pitched. With more innings. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh man, goodness. and he's giving up more runs on top of that, which is yeah. awesome. All right, who um, else? Okay, Carson Kelly of the Diamondbacks, obviously Brett Phillips, Will Myers, San Diego Padres, D-Strange Gordon, Washington Nationals. Yes, uh, Mike, that's right. <laughs> Mike Brasso from Milwaukee Brewers, uh, Diego Castillo for Pittsburgh, Kevin Plewecki for Boston Red Sox, Matt Reynolds, Cincinnati, Nick Gordon, Minnesota Twins. Luis Gonzalez, San Francisco Giants, Albert Pujol, St. Louis, Hans, uh, how do you say that name? Hanser, Alberto. I don't know who that is for LA, Chad Pinder, Oakland, and now Yachty. (laughs) That's all you're missing one. You're missing one. Um, Uh, because during
0: this, uh, during that same game, Josh Van Meter with the oh, with his Pirates pitched too.
1: Yeah, he did really.
0: Yeah, he did. Yep. Well, so van meter had to catch a game earlier this season where he was not a catcher he right. had to go pitch. I'm curious, which he was like freaking out about less, right? Like, which was more stressful getting on the mound trying to throw strikes off of a Hill or getting behind the plate and catching for the first time in however many years,
1: what do you think would
0: be more stressful pitching 1000% for me at least, yeah. but I'm also, I don't know. Um, my thing is like, you give me a cup and catcher's gear and I'm not afraid. Right. You could you could Even wing.
1: catching 9899. That's what I mean, say. you could win
0: 9899 yeah. at me and I'm going to be okay. It's going to hurt for a minute, but yeah. uh I am not good I wasn't good at throwing strikes to 7-year-olds this season.
1: <laughs> I know I'm not going to be good throwing strikes <laughs> to grown men. Yeah, but you were on t- one off. knee. You were on <laughs> one knee. And there was no rotation, and you're using your elbow to throw the. Ball. There's a reason for that break. I'm trying to le- I know. reduce the motion. I know, and the strike zone is 12 feet wide and 6 feet tall. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because <laughs> they're gonna swing at everything.
0: They get five Every pitches regardless thing. of where they are. So exactly right. I will say this though. By the time I got to the end of the season, though, uh, I was not missing bats. I was pretty happy with myself. Uh, that's awesome. Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Yeah, but that's awesome. <laughs> no, I, I I do think pitching would be way more stressful. There's a lot. More, there's a lot more pressure on you when you pitch because yeah. you have to throw strikes. You can't just walk everybody around because you'll never get yeah, out of the inning with that. But yeah. anywho, all right, we have something going on at Coors Field. We have more history.
1: Brian course Servin is
0: making history. <laughs> <laughs> history writes itself at course field. Um, Brian servant he's a rookie catcher for the rookie for the Rockies. Is that right? Brig? Yep. Uh, so his first two hits as a big leaguer were both home runs. It's the first time in yep. major league baseball history that a rookie's first two hits have been home runs, which is interesting because you have guys like Trevor story who just was crushing the ball when he came up, right? He had like yeah. seven home runs in his first eight games something right. like that he was just unreal i remember i remember when he came up and everybody was just so high on story and then you got other guys who come up who was the kid for the reds a couple years ago um who was just crushing yeah. home runs his first
1: month up he set a record yeah. It was oh sh- crap what was his name um, billy or something no no, <laughs> no. dang it, it was, no seriously what was his name? Um,
0: I don't know. Anyway, we'll find it during anyway. the break. Um, <laughs> okay. But no, he he set a record. This this thing, and the reason we don't remember is because he actually got DFA'd this season. I do remember Yeah, he's that. gone. He's not but <laughs> but the fact that none of these guys hit back hit home runs on their first two at bats despite everything else they did. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, he did get Very a little cool. help from the altitude, but you still gotta make contact.
1: Bit. You still gotta make contact, you still gotta put the barrel on the ball. You still got to hit it right and drive it. Yeah, there's a lot to it for sure. But good for him. Very excited for Brian.
0: Yeah.
1: First time in MLB history. Super, super. I love when stuff like that happens where it's like, what? That's never happened? (laughs) Like, (laughs) which is crazy. 20,000 baseball players, never, ever? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's pretty cool.
0: (laughs) Super cool. Um, More home runs. More home runs to go on here, Brig. We got. Back-to-back on back-to-back days. Patrick Wisdom and Frank Sh- Frank the Tank, Schwindel, I have to include. Frank the tank. the tank. They went back-to-back on Saturday, then again went back-to-back on Sunday against the Diamondbacks. This is the, They are the first Cubs duo to do this since Ernie Banks and Jim Hickman in the summer of 69, um, yeah. August 23rd and 24th. This is the thing about the Cubs, is they're not playing great baseball overall. But I do feel like you're seeing hints of a potentially very good team. For sure. That Patrick Wisdom, there's a reason the Cubs traded Chris Bryant. Because we got this dude, he's a stud. And they have got Frank Schwindel, who they traded for, who has turned out to be very good so far as well. I'm curious if they can develop these guys to, like, I don't know if they necessarily need to raise their ceiling or if they, I don't know. It's it's weird because I don't. I'm not super familiar with these guys, so I don't know if they've hit their ceiling. And it's like, oh, they're really really good, or if they're like continuing to hit their ceiling, right? Right. If they have more than they roof. can do. Yeah, yeah. Like if the roof is the ceiling, instead <laughs> of being on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want it to be anyway. on fire. You don't want to raise no. it.
1: <laughs> That's right. Especially if you're from the '90s kids yes. era. It's important details. <laughs> Very. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, but no, I'm I'm curious though like what the Cubs are going to be in like 2 years.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting cuz it could, I mean they could come back down to earth a little bit and um I mean that would be sad obviously, but unless you're a fan or a St. Louis fan, I guess then you're jumping for joy. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, would, it, it it would be kind of fun to watch them succeed. Although If they're going to trade away Wilson Contreras, I'm not sure they're going to, I don't know, that one little change to the clubhouse dynamic like that could be a huge, huge problem. I mean, you could argue that this Josh Donaldson thing rubbed everybody the wrong way in the Bronx and now they're all uncomfortable and now they're in a slump. I mean, it's, it really can turn on small things. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. The the clubhouse dynamic is surprisingly
0: Uh, fragile or sensitive. Um, yeah. I I honestly feel like if Wilson Contreras came into Seattle, they would just go on a tear and win everything. Exactly.
1: That's exa- so. I, I guarantee it. That is exactly what would happen. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Anyway, we got one more thing here: Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball players. Uh, they're they reached a, uh, a settlement or they have a settlement pending. Brig, what's going on? It's with a this?
1: Pending. So it's a pending settlement. So in 2014, a case was filed against Major League Baseball for labor laws, right? The Fair Labor Standards Act, they t- players from that were playing in California and were being sent to Arizona and Florida um, for overtime hours, and they, they weren't getting compensated for travel time, travel expenses, et cetera. There's a lot of nuance to this case, but ultimately what's happened is that for the last eight years, they have been uh, talking about this. They've been gathering documents, and all the lawyers have been doing their deposition investigation, et cetera. So what they've come to is now a trial was set for June 1st and they've managed to come to a, a tacit agreement there. And I only say tacit agreement because it has to be officially approved by the courts before they can settle entirely, like legally settle this case. But um, sources who wish to remain anonymous have reported that there could they could settle for about 200 million dollars. And now this file, the settlement, or excuse me, the case was filed by three players who are, they're all now retired. Um, I think they all, I, I know they all spent the majority of their time in minor league baseball, mm-hmm. and never really came up. Uh, Two, if they did, it wasn't too too much. Let me get their names for you really quick. We've got Aaron Sen, tenth round pick of the Marlins, uh, retired in 2013. Two other retired players. We've got Kansas City infielder Mike Le- Michael, Michael Liber- Liberto and um, Oliver o- Odel for who p- did pitch for San Francisco, actually. So um, they're basically they're claiming claiming that that all of this um, fair labor laws were violated with, like I said, travel and overtime and things mm-hmm. like that. So um, I think t- for me, this is a huge deal. Landmark case on behalf of minor league baseball players, not just not just prior to twenty fourteen, but especially since between twenty fourteen and now. But then it'll be interesting to see how Major League Baseball continues to address and I argue fix the problems that are happening in how minor league baseball players are compensated for their time and their efforts and etc. Yeah, and you're
0: you're right. Um, I feel like this lawsuit is actually a big part of the reason we saw realignment. and and reorganization in minor league baseball. Um, I was talking to when I was with a minor league baseball team in 2016, the summer of 2016, um, we were talking with an umpire supervisor and he actually Mm -hmm. referenced this lawsuit and he said, whether they win or lose, he's like, things are going to change. There's going to be a big shakeup because of this lawsuit. And that's what, like I said, that's what we already saw. But I think what he was saying though, is if they win, there's going to be, it's going to be really, really, really big. And I feel like what we saw was big. But what could be coming could be even bigger.
1: Huge. As a result of this. Yeah, I agree. So, but so could I, be still, some trouble, I still basically. contend that, that wiping out the entire rookie league and having no more rookie ball and unaffiliated relationships with all those teams does pave the way for expansion teams and all of the tiers beneath them that they will need.
0: It could. Yeah, because then you're only getting, what, eight teams yeah, instead of having 30? Th- I don't know. Not everybody had a rookie league team, so you probably had 20, let's say 24.
1: 20 or so, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so you're getting eight new teams instead of 20.
1: And at so. each tier instead of just one, mm-hmm. so you take up a whole bunch of small pots of money and you put them across eight tiered pots of money. I don't know. I, it just... To me, the math makes sense without even knowing the numbers. I can just see it all working out. But yeah, it does. Anyway, the end. (laughs) (laughs) It does make sense. So before we go to break, real
0: quick let's let's talk about Patreon again, Brig. So. For those of you who don't know, if you haven't heard, or we're going to remind those of you who do know, uh, we have a Patreon. We call our patrons our Rooters because you're rooting for us, and you're, we're all rooting together because that's what we do. Um, we we have three different tiers for you, $5, 10 15 a month, you get a hat, t-shirt, we're uh, or- Like I said, last week, we're considering putting some uh, new and fun things on there for you as well. When we get those all hammered out, we'll have them on there under the tiers and the perks for everything. Uh, So Mm -hmm. you hop on Patreon and search baseball together. You can find us and sign up to be one of our rooters. And with that, baseball family, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to give you a fantasy baseball update. And included with that, we have lots of injury updates.
1: Take me out to the ball game Take me out to the crowd Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks I don't care if I never get back with me Root, root, root for the home day if they don't win, it's a shame, for it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Shop kids' baseball shirts at 9 pluscom
0: The Nonther Sports Podcast is the home of sports talk for everyone. Every other week, you can catch David and Jason as they talk about all things sports. From current events to classic moments and everything in between, you can find the Nottingham Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and more. Please
1: don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Welcome back, baseball family. We are going to give you a bunch of updates that you're going to need for your fantasy league. If you're in a normal league with normal rules, you're allowed to change your <laughs> your roster at any time. <laughs> we have to give Brad crap about that because it, the way he set ours up, it doesn't work that way, which is fine. We like the way you did it, Brad. When you you, you no nobody likes the way I did it. Brad. Let's be honest. Nobody does. Uh, it's really, I've had Chris Bryant and Jacob Degrom on my starting lineup since day one because I keep forgetting to do anything about it, and then by the time I can do something about it, the day's gone. Anyway, the point is, we got some fantasy updates for you. We're going to go. Brad's going to run through our league and give you updates on what has happened this last week. But then we're also going to jump into injury updates that you are going to want to know for your fantasy team so that you don't run into problems like I've had with Degrom.
0: Well and me. It's so like so. Nice. I'm gonna actually start with my team, right? My matchup here, real quick. So I've got not okay. another fantasy, not another fantasy team with Jason, and I'm the yeah. Manitoba Man clowns. Jason beat me 351 to 310. Do you know what that difference is, Brig? Two players. A DH. Yeah. I haven't had a DH in my lineup for two weeks until today. So yeah. I'm hoping i I've, I'm on a three game losing streak. I'm hoping I can come back and uh and I can get a W um jason's four and two i'm three and three after last week and then we have springfield nuclear with tory and then brigger mortis
1: brig you only lost by 11 points i know it's it's because of degrom and chris bryant (laughs) it is (laughs) because one of my starting pitchers has been out the whole time and chris bryant's played two baseball games all season or whatever
0: you still got three points from him
1: because the team won
0: or whatever <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's exactly where your points came from 1000 um so so tory's top scorer though was paul goldschmidt again although he only scored 68 points yours was ty france ty france has kind of come back down to earth i think he's yeah. uh going back up though you had 59 points for him last week uh ty france has been interesting he's like one of the best hitters for the mariners but at the same time he's been streaky it's all get out right now so right. I think he's going to find a groove, and I think you're. you're I think you're going to be okay, Greg. I moved him um, around.
1: He's still on my lineup.
0: There you go. And then we've got Grace under fire. Denise against Zip, our listener participant, the Springfield Isotopes. Uh, Denise won that one, four forty-one to three seventy-one. Uh, Denise is, as you would expect, her top player was Anthony Rizzo. Denise is going to have Rizzo on her team, no matter who, play, who he plays for, because she loves right. him so much, and I get that, no doubt. And Zip's top player was Tim Anderson with 58 points of course it was so i'd like to see zip get some points this week to be honest with you um i'm not sure who he's going up against i might have to take a look here in just a minute but uh actually i've got i can look right now zip's going up against tory and currently down 51 to 27 but i don't maybe he'll get there
1: are you kidding me i'm already losing to (laughs) Jason. (laughs) just after today are the games over or what
0: no they're not but there wasn't not everybody played today so i think you're gonna be okay Um and then our last matchup, we had John, uh, who was the Harrisburg Charlies go up against Jewel, big league chupacabra. I still maintain, I think I say it every week. That's the best name in the league. It's it is exquisite. It's strong. It's real good. Um, Jewel won that one four eleven to three fifty six. Jewel's on a five game winning streak and is currently five and one. Yeah,
1: he's crushing so it. you don't want to go up against him.
0: He's he's beating I did. everybody. I did that. <laughs> oh, yes,
1: <sir. laughs> it was not
0: it was not pleasant experience <laughs> i do feel like though i feel like cj Crohn is going to come back to earth though because he got 65 points from him last week he's not going to get that from him in august i guarantee you he's gonna have to find somebody else to fill in that hole and jewel is not going to be the juggernaut that we've come to know so far um mm-hmm uh john's top player was will smith who very you know he said when he drafted will smith he said i'm drafting the best catcher in the in the game and i think he might be right he was
1: dead on it dead on it
0: will smith has been outstanding this year been very very good for the dodgers and apparently for john as well but not good enough last week so john is three and three jewel is five and one uh denise is three and three zip is one and five brig you're one and five Tori is four and two i am three and three and jason is four and two going into this current week.
1: Now I made some big changes. Listen, I made some big changes, okay?
0: You did make some big changes. I made <laughs> some changes to today too. I went through and I updated my rooster a little bit. Um, I put a DH in. I put in Dansby Swanson <laughs> over Corey Seager because this here's the interesting thing, Brig. The two of the them are only separated by 0. 0.4 points on average per week.
1: You know, it's it's interesting the average points. You know, when you factor that into who, especially if you're anything like me and you apparently, and you're looking at who's left available in the league, you're like, you're like, oh, four and a half points, uh, or four point eight points. I don't know. I was averaging. It's really funny because when you compare it to their total points throughout the season. You know, you got. I'm telling you, if your people haven't earned 200 points throughout the season already by now, it's Mm -hmm. useless. Like they don't, you don't want them
0: on the team right now. Yep, it's it's true. Um, So I put in Dansby Dansby Swanson over Corey Seager. Part of the reason I did that this week is because the Braves are playing one more game than the Rangers.
1: You look at you being smart about the Braves are playing
0: every day this week, and the Rangers had today off, had Monday off, so. I did did that. I also replaced uh, Kevin Gosman with Justin Verlander. Ah. uh, Because, mostly just because uh, the Blue Jays have been struggling. And And Verlander's pitching well. Verlander's pitching out of his mind. However, he got me zero points today because the Astros lost 6-1. to So...
1: There's that. But you don't lose anyway. points with pitchers if the team loses, but you do with hitters, right? Position no, you players. do. You do. Oh, you, you do? do. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. I don't think actually I don't know. Verlander I don't think Verlander pitched today. Because I've I've no. had minus one points before when the team lost <laughs> yeah. and Chris Bryant didn't yeah. play. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> how that works. Yeah, no, Verlander
0: <laughs> didn't pitch today. That's weird because the uh um the app told me that he was pitching today. That's strange. Huh. I just I must have just read it wrong, but anyway, um, so yeah, that's what we got going on in fantasy. Let's talk about injuries, Brig, because injuries have been piling up. And I think this is something we knew was going to happen, right? Because yep. of a delayed start with spring training, a shortened spring training, and then you've got um, things have kind of been going full tilt. And I know that double headers aren't necessarily going to lead to injuries, but reduced
1: rest will. Well, and that's it's just like, baseball, Susan. So you're right. There's that it as well. Just, yeah. it's just playing baseball. So yeah, let's jump into this. A couple of Yankees, Louis Gill and uh, Chad Green, both need Tommy John. Now, Gill is a prospect, but he's a big-time prospect we were really excited about, and it's not going to happen now. So Chad Green, though, losing Chad Green's a huge, huge deal, and I'm really worried about it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it out loud too much, but I am afraid. Um, St. Louis is gonna lose Alex Reyes. He won't throw. Uh, he's having shoulder surgery, he, so he's he hasn't pitched all year anyway. But no, he's not gonna throw anything else the rest of the year. So, uh, Milwaukee well, loses. Hold on, Freddie. with along the lines of St. Louis, though, let's go. Let's stay in St. Louis for just a minute. Dylan Carlson
0: is a significant injury for them. Uh, he's he's a, uh, one of their top outfielders. He's out with a hamstring until at least June 5th. So I know that's wow. only like a couple weeks for him.
1: That's like 10 yeah, day, but,
0: 15 day IL, but still that's yeah. a big deal for them.
1: Big it's bat. a big deal. Yep. Uh, let's see who else we got. Milwaukee's losing Freddie Peralta. It's got shoulder tightness, but it's not just any shoulder tightness. He's going to be out till June 22nd projected. That's like rut row shoulder tightness. That's like maybe he tore one of his rotator cuff muscles minor
0: minor Ooh, tear not.
1: or something we don't know that that's all my speculation but for you to be out for a month with shoulder tightness it doesn't mm, yeah that doesn't because add up. usually usually shoulder tightness
0: is coming from biceps tendinitis, and you give a guy a week and he's back
1: right and that becomes your front deltoid so if yeah. you're out for a month it re- it makes me think of the rotator cuff muscles yeah that's all could be could be um Oakland is going to lose Frankie Montas. He took a comebacker on the mound They to his hand. They x-rayed uh, his hand. Everything came back negative. And he, my favorite comment is he's like, it's not numb anymore. <laughs> That's scary. Oh <laughs> I think it's really great. <laughs> so I think they're going to – he's kind of on a – I don't know. I don't even know if it's day-to-day. I don't even know if it's day-to-day. Day, but um, he's definitely advocating for being just fine, obviously. Yeah. And uh, we'll see if that remains the case. Um, Let's move over to Anaheim, just down the the coast a little bit. We've got Tyler Ward. He's a right fielder. Dude ran into the wall, as happens. And now they're worried about his neck. So he's getting an MRI on his neck. We don't have a return date because we don't have an out date. He's not necessarily out right now um but it is something to watch if
0: you're an anaheim fan that was an interesting collision that he had because at the time it didn't look like anything really happened but then you could see he was hurt and so it was like it's like oh man he like roughed up his elbow a little bit yeah like Mm -hmm. he looked like he kind of like grabbed his elbow but then he stood up and they were like checking his neck i was like that's not good for him so hopefully it's not anything serious he doesn't have to miss a bunch of time but man that's not not a good way to go
1: i agree uh, speaking of Rutrow, Miami's Jazz Chisholm Jr. has left hamstring tightness. Still, there's no IL decision, but we want to watch it pretty close because that is one athletic dude, and for him to have a hamstring issue, uh, if it, if it becomes a nagging issue, that could be a huge problem in Miami. Now, luckily, Miami's not like a raging bull in the league or anything, so we're not going to have to huge worries about like the team's record or anything like that. But you just hate to see a guy who has so much fun and is such a huge part of the club, you know, have problems. So, when well, um, a hamstring can really linger, um, yeah, that
0: if they don't resolve it entirely before he comes back and he tries to play through it, and then you come back and they are maybe in the hunt for that last playoff spot in August, right? Right, that would be bad.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's the concern. So, again, he's not on the IL yet, but we'll see. Um, JD Martinez, again, he's not on the IL, everybody says he's fine, but he is. Back spasms. I think that's worth noting, just because back injuries also linger, and mm-hmm. you any little thing, you know, you don't know it. It, it can go at any time. So yeah. um, expect to see maybe a little less time from him, or you know, something. I don't know, but I, I don't know. I just feel like you should watch that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Tampa Bay Andrew Kittrich, He's right. Re- he's a relief pitcher. He's going to be on the IL for ten days with a back injury. He's going to be out until June third at least. Again, back stuff. Um, Bobby Witt Jr. is out with wrist stuff. Chris Bryant still doesn't play baseball in Colorado because of all sorts of things. Um, In Atlanta, we've got Tyler Matzik, who's got a shoulder problem, is going to put him out until June 17th, and that's a rut row. Uh, Real quick on Chris Bryant. so His is a back injury. It said that he was probable for the 24th, Tuesday.
0: Um, So keep an eye on him. If he doesn't come back, he might end up being day-to-day. Um, or it could be potentially be more serious. It's, it's been a while, like you said, but I think if he's, if he could potentially come back on Tuesday, then, and I, and he does, I think he'll be good to go.
1: Well, I hope so because he's sitting on my bench or maybe I released him. I don't remember, but I'm not happy with Chris Bryant. Okay. Should have <laughs> put that rookie in or something. Anyway, uh, let's see, where are we? Uh, Alberto Mondesi, Kansas City. His knee is a huge problem. We don't know the details of it, but he will be out for the rest of the season. So you know he tore something. Good chance. ACL, MCL, something like that. Um, Clayton Kershaw has pelvic issues, which just sounds funny, but it's not. And he'll be out until June 24th at least. This is one of those that's on the margin. We don't know how long he'll be out, but they know he's not going to come back until June 24th, and that is a big rut row. Um, I just checked on Mondesi. Alberto Mondesi is out with a torn ACL. It is an ACL. Okay. Yep. That sucks. Um, I hope you don't have Max Scherzer on your fantasy uh, team.
0: Because I don't, He's out cause... Until
1: July 1st. Because you do, right? No, I don't have Max. Oh. Who does oh, okay. have Max? Is it Jason,
0: I don't know. I'll take a look.
1: Yeah, but, I yeah, don't
0: remember. He continu- he is still out. I mean, we talked about how it was going to be a while for that oblique, but July yeah. 1st feels like a really long
1: time. It yeah, it I mean, it's 35-40 days total, right? 45 even. So, yeah. that's a long time. That sucks. But luckily, he's the kind of guy who he'll just come back in and and perform, I feel like. I don't I don't yeah. worry about him swinging back in and needing to ramp up too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you saw I handled that first pitch with the ambassador to Japan or whatever, and he was like, no, <laughs> "I'm I'm a." You professional. see what Zip said about that? Zip, <laughs> Zip said what this is injury
0: it? is a is a curse as a direct result of the way he treated. Oh,
1: oh, ambassador. Oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> Eastern medicine in reverse, rut row. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, maybe um, you should
0: have should have thought twice about that.
1: <laughs> you made you made, you made the wrong people angry. Uh, staying in New York a couple of times. Trevor May, relief pitcher, out till July seventh with tricep issues. And my guy, Jacob Degrom, he has. That's what you have. That's, that's who, who you I have. Right. I knew you had him. He's Mets been terrible. Pitcher. He still hasn't played any baseball, and he won't be playing baseball until July twenty second at, at least, uh, with shoulder issues. More starting pitchers. We got Steven Strasburg is out until June eighth. Uh, he's got a neck issue that we're watching. Bryce Harper is out with uh UCL tear in his throwing elbow. Well, he's, over... So he's
0: not entirely out. Uh, well that's true. He's he doesn't kind doesn't of play
1: defense. Yeah, he's
0: kind of a day-to-day, but he's not he's not throwing at all right now. He is hitting Thank because you can't hit that. with a he can he can hit with a UCL issue, just like Otani did. He played an entire season as a DH. Uh, yep. with a torn UCL. So Bryce Harper can pl- continue to play, can cont- continue to rake from the plate, but not going to yep. see him in the outfield for at
1: least six to eight weeks, it looks like. Very good. Fernando Tatis Jr. continues to be out with his wrist issue. June 25th is the earliest we're looking to see him come back, and that's a big a big rut row there as well.
0: So this is the thing that I think with with Tatis is that the Padres are still playing very well. They're playing yeah. really good baseball, but and this is actually going to be a problem for the rest of the NL West. Is that when he gets back, look out? Yeah, because his bat has been what they've been missing.
1: About the only thing, honestly. Yep. Yep. Um, let's see what else. Mitch Haniger outfield with the uh, with the Mariners. Mariners. Yeah, he's uh, his ankle so, is messed up. So he.
0: He went on the COVID list earlier this season, pretty early. Yeah. I mean, it's still yeah. early, but uh, so he missed 10 days because of COVID, something like yeah. that. And then he came back in Miami. He hit the first pitch he saw to left field for a single, and he caught his spike coming out of the batter's box oh. and rolled his ankle. He limped to first base on what probably could have been a double, and he came oh. right back out.
1: That's terrible.
0: Yeah, everybody was like pumped, like, Yes, Haniger's back. Here we go. This is the guy we've been waiting for. We need this guy. And then he just goes right back out. Rick Riz, the radio guy for for the Mariners, I was listening. He, like, you would have thought that, like, somebody had died on the field.
1: (laughs) Everybody's like, Oh, he's like,
0: He's like, He's like, Mitch Haniger shoots a ball in left center field, and he is limping. Hanniger comes limping out of the batter's box down to first base. Oh, no. Like,
1: oh, no. I love Riz, by the way. He's great. He's so fun he's to listen fantastic.
0: to. Yes, he's a lot of fun. And super nice, by the way. Well, really? Uh, Wilson and I met him this spring. Yeah, he was really nice to Wilson. So That's he, really cool. Uh, went up a few more notches in my book. So, really cool. Oh, yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah. So a couple of updates on things that we have going real quick. So Max Scherzer, Jason has Max Scherzer uh, on his team, not another fantasy team. And uh, last segment, we were trying to figure out this Reds player who went on a tear his first month. It was Aristides Aristides, Aristides Aquino with the Reds Mm -hmm. in 2019. He hit 14 home runs as a rookie in August. I believe that was a record at the time, probably continues to be a record. Um, but he for was month, batting yeah. he was batting 89 this season and the Reds designated him for assignment. They didn't option him, they designated him for
1: assignment. So Let's talk about the Reds for a minute because we have a a ton of uh I don't they've got a laundry
0: we, list of issues. I was like, just uh, going to
1: say can we call it compassion because once we got really digging into this injury list thing, we realized uh-huh. that basically their entire payroll is injured <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> that's like that's what it looks like like what is it 14 or 15 people that are injured right now or is it it might even be more than that
0: uh, I have 14 guys on the yeah, injured I... <laughs> list they have I have one on there out for the season but a big one to me is Jonathan India um and he granted he was he was healthy until may 18th and he'll be he should be back this week with a hamstring injury um right. i don't know for sure but somebody i recognize jake fraley um yeah. has missed some time with the knee and he might continue to miss time with the knee because i think that's a, that's an ongoing issue for him another guy recognized justin dunn uh is expected to be out until june with a shoulder injury yeah. now i i he hasn't pitched the season because that's a shoulder injury that came over with him from Seattle. Got it. So there's that as a, as a pitcher, that's obviously a problem, but they have so many guys on the injury list. And I know people are like, well, you can't blame injuries because everybody gets injuries, but this many. Yeah. You can blame this many injuries. Yeah. You can blame because there's only so much you can do. Um, This is something I actually learned. Um, the last couple weeks because the Mariners have dealt with a bunch of injuries, but they've been minor. So guys stay on the 10 day IL 10 to 15 day ILs. Right. So unless a guy goes on the 60 day IL, he cannot be replaced on the 40 man roster. Right. Exactly. So that is a big problem for a lot of teams that they get guys with these tiny little hamstring injuries and, you know, a little elbow problem. They get hit by a pitch and they have a hand that gets bruised and needs to take a couple of days to heal. That they just had this guy sitting in the dugout unable to play, so they're down a man for if they go end up on the 10 day IL for at least 10 days, yeah. Right? Well, then you have a guy who might miss 20 days, you're like, Well, we got to put him on the 60 because we got to replace him, but then again, he's out for two months, so that's the problem that a lot of teams are running into. I feel like the Reds had this problem, I know because I know the Mariners have that's been a major problem for the Mariners that they haven't been able to bring in enough warm bodies because they have guys out for 10 15 days whatever
1: yep so the chicago cubs also have 14 players on the injured list uh detroit has 10 let's see what did i just i also saw the dodgers like five or six players but um minnesota 10 players on the il new york yankees 10 players on the il uh and then if you go all the way down to the Tampa Bay Rays they're 15 players on the IL right now um so and Washington is t- at 10 or 11 players on the IL so the the injury bug is running a muck right now and to say the least yes i think listen, that's well put we just know that this is what's going to happen but the some, some of these teams are still winning baseball games which is to to our point you can't win baseball games with 14 or 15 guys on the I.L., but you can win with eight guys on the I.L. Unless you're the Rays, then you can win games with 15
0: guys on yeah. the I.L. because you rely on your farm system to begin with. Yeah, exactly. So there's that, well, but I don't know how many games that will continue to win because you've got Margot has a hamstring injury that might linger. Um, Brandon Lowe has a back issue. He's out to the 20th. That's new. Colby White's out last. for the rest
1: of the season with I think he's
0: going to have Tommy John. Yeah, so Yandi Diaz has been a significant contributor. He has a shoulder injury that could linger. Um he looks like he was just his was from Sunday, but it says that he's probable for the for Tuesday, but who knows what's going to happen there. Same so. with Wander
1: Franco. Same same thing. Yeah. Sunday had a problem and he could be back yeah. Tuesday, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, so keep an eye on the
0: Rays too because if these injuries linger and they come back to bite them that could be a mighty fall in the al east so yeah could be a big problem but baseball family let us know uh jump in, or sorry let us know what you think about the podcast don't forget to like subscribe or rate and review you can also jump in the mailbag and send us your questions comments concerns and snide remarks about the show let us know what you think um you can do that there's a link in the description of every episode for the uh for the mailbag. I almost call it, I don't know what I call it, but anyway, it's in our link tree down there in the description and uh, yeah. it'll be there. It's also on baseball, Um Brig, go ahead and tell us about the shop before I uh, get tied up in knots here.
1: <laughs> don't forget. You can jump on the shop at nine plus It's N I N E P L U S U S.com. Nine plus us.com. Brad and I showed you earlier. We're both wearing our KBO hats. Mine is in the Romanized Yagyu. His is in Korean script. And it's very exciting. We love them. They have we have two for each team: one in Korean, one in the romanized text, uh, which is the pronunciate the English pronunciation of the word yagu, which means baseball in Korean. Um, looks like Brad's wearing his perfect shirt. I got my baseball is for lovers sh- uh, inspired shirt on right here, and uh, all of this is available in the shop and more. So you can jump on there, buy yourself something nice. Again, we continue to make improvements and changes. So. Uh, if you haven't checked it in a while jump in and, and we do see have a new shirt new. and we have a new shirt yes we do uh non-sexy. not sexy inspired by marco <laughs> gonzalez who pitched tonight and pitched well actually so very good you can get that he might be boring well. he might also be boring we don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're told but that's anyway that, baseball family thank you lot. again
0: for joining us this week and we will catch you next week